Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Apply design thinking to teaching. Labeling or not? Inclusive teaching, improving results with music, what is numeracy? This is our podcast for week four in 2018. We welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Cuida Services, to help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, uh, so happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, well, we have, again, uh, wonderful links to look at for this week. And the first one talks about uh, design thinking in learning instruction. How can we do that? Uh, well, that article uh, makes the point that design thinking is human-centered and it places a great value on empathy for your users. Now, the practice of design thinking seems to be uh, kind of missing currently from instructional design university programs, professional Oops. training and workplace practices, as, as far as I know. And I could not more agree with the uh, writers of this um, article. So it's sometimes so sad to see that materials used in regular classroom to teach math and there is so much beautiful and useful and interesting engaging material out there right. that can really help our, our children to right. uh, learn uh, better, faster, but also to enjoy it more and to to be engaged with the math so it's all about staying close to to the the world of your students and trying to figure out how they see and experience their world and and just connect with that and then and try to add some math uh, knowledge to to that so that it kind of blends in with their daily uh, experience mm -hmm. now I really think that empathy is is key in this design and I I realize that this may be hard in a class of uh, 30 year brownie right. students. Right, 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 right. But right. still, it's but essential still. to enhance the learning experience, yeah. like uh, like they yeah. say yeah. here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, uh, yeah, the next link, um, yeah, the, it brings back the old, uh, old debate again about labeling or not. Uh, you know, uh, so what do you, what do you think? Where, where are you in this uh, debate? Now, this link goes to bait, uh, a debate on uh, Mumsnet, and they're talking about whether or not it would be useful to get a diagnosis of, of say, uh, dyscalculia, dyslexia, ADHD, or, or not. Now, my position is clear. You need to get the diagnosis as soon as possible and right. share it with the student, because right. this is not the student's fault. You have this diagnosis to start helping to move into the right direction and if you believe they have a learning disability you can better book that they already struggle and feel the issues so just acknowledging them is is already helpful and an official diagnose will also be helpful to understand that they are not dumb or stupid but that their brains are wired a little bit differently and the sooner you can make them understand what condition they have and then guide them to be assertive about it, own it, 
the better they will respond to targeted tutoring and also uh, the better result you have. The earlier they start, the better and uh, I really hope that this stigma will be lifted because it's it's really counterproductive. Right, right. And so it's not it's not labeling, it's just, it's just making them aware of what their condition is, making sure they understand it and getting the details and getting the right diagnosis. Well, not only the right diagnosis, but the diagnosis is a start right. to a remediation, remediation and also to uh, share with parents and, and very often with teachers, but certainly right. with the student him or herself, that our, our brain is very malleable, that you can uh, change so much, that you can really learn if it's difficult today, that doesn't say that it has to be difficult for a long time you right. can work on it yeah you don't know it yet yeah you don't know it yet operative work. and okay. also that um it might take a little bit more time and uh persistence to get there yeah uh, but that that does not say that it's not gonna work right that's good it will encourage them Absolutely, that's the plan. That is Encouragement, the plan. persistence, yep. Yep. and, and looking in the right direction. Good. Well, our, our next link is, is uh, talking about uh, inclusive teaching. Now, what is that? What, what is inclusive teaching? Inclusive is uh, all the kids are together in, in one group or in one classroom and are included in the same uh, topic. Okay. That doesn't say that they all have to do exactly the same thing or that they work exactly on the same questions, but they work on the same topic and they work together. Okay. Now, this school-wide integrated framework for Transformation Center, and they have a really nice uh, abbreviation for that, it's called SWIFT. Oh, yeah. It's a national center uh, and it's based at the University of Kansas. And it, uh, it builds on an initiative um, from the U.S. Department of Education of special education programs. Okay. And uh, SWIFT uh, says that uh, their mission is assisting districts and their schools to engage in a transformational process in concert with their families and communities to achieve equity. It's very important. Yeah. Equity, let me say, is not the same as... Equality, Equality right. and excellence for all students so that they can reach their potential. Now, this is very well said. I could never have formulated it uh, as nicely as they did here, but uh, it continues that they work towards excellence as determined by measurable student social and academic gains. So not just um, woolly words around it that right. sound nice, but so that you can actually measure it. Equity is defined as the measurable capacity of each school to deliver the intensity and range of support to meet the needs of each student and extending to their family and community, which is a, a very high goal. It's not easy uh, to reach, but we definitely have to strive for this. Also, um, all uh, is defined as the measurable integrated active engagement of all students and their families in the learning process. So this is really pointing towards teamwork. This mm -hmm. is not something that either the classroom teacher, special education teacher, or a math coach can do on his or her own. This is 
involving all um, in important adults that are around that specific student. Okay. Yeah, it has all the elements we're looking for. Uh, specifically the, um, the equity. Yeah, it sounds good. Equity sounds good. Yeah, cool. definitely. Well, we'll hope that they'll uh, spread it beyond Kansas and uh, that eventually it will uh, it will come this way. Yes, yes. And, and you know, uh, school districts struggle with providing this, this equality. Uh, first of all, to understand the real depth of it and um, also to be able to deliver it because this is no small task. Right. And so I can only encourage this work and, and hope uh, they will be able to reach as many, as many school districts as possible. Very, very good initiative. Good. Talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com, and we're looking at the links provided on our website, DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com. Now, the next link uh, tells us that we can improve a student result with music. So, are we going to play smooth jazz uh, <laughs> during test uh, and roll them in band? Or, well, maybe we you know, should, but maybe uh, we should, yeah. this is, this is uh, actually a real-life story of a school that improved their students' SAT scores by embedding music, drama and art into every part of the school day. Up to six hours of music a week for every child and with remarkable results. It's absolutely fantastic. It's also research-based. I mean, if you are on the internet, it's all over that there is a, a strong association between being involved in music and particularly with groups uh, music and academic achievement so uh, well I, I won't bore you with the statistics but the increased number of students passing standardized tests and increased score on national uh, national test they just speak for themselves Is that yeah. Right? Yeah. absolutely well I, I can just share that that our youngest son was in IB school and they had understood the same thing and they score significantly uh, high in, in every competition where they compete while their students are, are really enjoying the arts, uh, the arts enriched uh, curriculum. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely a STEAM person, not a only person. STEM. Right, 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 right. Okay, well, let's look at our final link. It is a video about... Um, what is numeracy? Let's uh, listen in for a bit. Let's see if we can crank this up. Hi, I'm Rachel Riley, and I make no secret of the fact that I love mathematics. But people in the UK react in different ways when the word maths is mentioned. Maths was terrible. Enjoyed at times, but I found challenging at times. Ah, I, I really hated maths. It was a love and a hate subject. Hated it. I was okay at maths at school. It was never, it was never one of my favourite subjects. I, I just don't get it. So I always found maths interesting. Yeah, maths wasn't that good. I was pretty good at it. It wasn't my favourite subject, no. Okay, well, it, it goes on like that <laughs> for a while, I guess. <laughs> Yes, yes. Well, it's it's very good to see this. It, it's from the UK, which you can uh, hear from from the way. Slight accent. Yes. 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 Um, uh, well, it makes me feel at home. So, they run a campaign to help adults 
to use basic math and numeracy in the workplace and in their daily life. It's very, very important. And they make a point uh, that numeracy matters. Okay. They have interviews with lots of people who give examples on how important math is in their lives and how they need to know uh, what they need to know. Um, how they can use it to uh, succeed or, or how they deal with their issues in, in uh, math and daily life. They also talk about some uh, myth, such as that boys would be better at math than girls. Uh, they make the point that everyone can do math with a, a, a bit of uh, training and, and energy and practice. And um, then they show that their interviewees confirm that it is possible for everybody they can learn it's a great initiative and we would some of this would be available in the united states as a small addition to this also from the uk we have a very nice program uh, that is on the website of the bbc mm -hmm. it's called skills wise and there is one for uh, for language and also one for maths. Okay. Now, uh, if you search that, um, in the U.S. we are used to write math with uh, four letters, M-A-T-H. But please um, note that uh, if you go on a um, U.K.-based website that they spell math with five letters, that there is an S in the end. Well, why is that? They have more math over there. They drive on the other side of the road also. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights. We hope to see you again next week. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com, and you can follow her on Twitter and on Facebook, and she maintains board both on Pinterest and on Flipboard. And she runs five free webinars, and all the information about that is at webinars.discoculiatrainingcenter.com. Now, if you want to know if you have Discoculia, you can do the free Discoculia screener on her website, discoculiaservice.com, or get a more comprehensive math and Discoculia screening test at discoculiatesting.com. Dr. Schroeder is on a mission to increase the number of Discoculia tutors, and she has developed a whole online course for teachers and other interested people who want to become a Discoculia tutor. Do it online, do it at your own pace, do it in your own home. You can find all the information at discoculiatutor.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com, and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.